Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, Episode 76. Request a few weeks off of Earth. I heard Jupiter's second moon is really nice this time of year. February 26th, 2012. Ah, uh, you know, I have to say, I, I can't even start this podcast until I tell our listeners something. Oh, shit. I listened to episode 75 last <laughs> night, and Frank, you would not believe it. I know you probably haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but you got to go listen to it. Those boys over at the Nerdgasm Network... No, I, I listened to it. Oh, okay. Those boys over at the Nerdgasm Network... Oh, I don't know what to say about that. I uh, like their opinion of uh, F. Jeremy, you know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's a very uh, you know noble stance, and uh, I, I could respect that. No, um, but seriously, uh, I actually really enjoyed the episode. Uh, I'd have to say um, my favorite episode of their podcast. And well, what? Because I was in it, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it fits well. A good uh, little little podcast for us. So there you go. It was actually a lot of fun to listen to, so uh, I'm just messing around. But yeah, so uh, with me this week, I have Patrick. What it do? And we have Frank. Uh, what what it, what it does, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot to mention <laughs> that. Uh, I, I, you you should have let me go first, because then I would have stole it from Patrick. And, <laughs> no, I'm oh, yeah. not used to going first. You know? no. I mean, I, I would have stole the what it do line, and, and you know, I was kind of stuck afterwards. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did it backwards. I, I, that's the first time I've ever done that. Um, but I do want to say, Frank, that uh, you are my new favorite co-host uh, because of Patrick last episode. Uh, episode <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I am your host, Jeremy. So, uh, yeah, no, but seriously, don't Ryan, jealous, all you don't guys. Don't jealous because they want me to do both podcasts and, and they didn't offer you the same thing, okay? I know. I, I should... You know what? You're just going to make me cry, Patrick. I don't want to cry on, on, on the podcast. Well, you know me. I'm a verbal abuser. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do want to, like I said, I thanks everyone over at Nerdgasm. Ryan, all you guys, uh, it, was a lo- it was a lot of fun to listen to. It's too bad I couldn't have been on it, but hopefully sometime we can do that to the mashup of all of us. Like 10 people, that'd just be crazy, but still be fun. Sounds right. a whole crowd, you know? Yeah. Um, podcast news. Podcast news, I don't really think we have much. Uh, obviously, for anyone who's been listening for any amount of time, you know that a lot of stuff has going, been going on with us in Nerdgasm, and that's going to continue. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's what's next, but it's, it's we're we're planning on staking war on all other video game podcasts. Well, yeah, that that well, that's true, actually. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not promising anything, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I had a dream and a vision, and uh, I think video games in space will happen one day, and I might be involved. That's all I'm saying. Nice, all right. Uh, I will say that uh, there's a lot more coming. This is just just is just the start. Um, let's see. There was something else, and I totally forgot. So if I remember halfway through the podcast, I will say it. But if most not, likely you will, will be in the middle of what, what we're talking about. Oh yeah! By the way, hold on. Exactly. Yeah, like, like shut the hell up about that Gears War stuff, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> while I uh, talk about what I was. Wait, now I forgot again. <laughs> All right, so let's get right into what we have been playing. Uh, my list, it's, it's been two weeks for me, obviously. My list is rather short for that. I actually only have one 
game that I actually spent more than a few minutes playing, and that's uh, The Kingdoms of MLR. I think last time I was on, I had owned the podcast, or owned, owned the podcast, owned the game for like three days and was having fun. You know, I'm not so sure about this podcast, or, wow. <laughs> See, I go a week without doing it, and I'm just all lost. Out. You you play Kingdoms of, Kingdoms of uh, Amalar, and all of a sudden you have doubt about everything. <laughs> Sound okay. very promising. Let me take a breath. Let me start over. <laughs> I'm not so sure about this game after playing it for about 10 hours. Um, Frank, you you could have kind of understand this. You know how in World of Warcraft, how uh, the storyline is, is it's there, but it's kind of like it's just to get you to the next area? Yeah, where it's just it's, it's kind of there in, in the quest, but it doesn't really feel like a... You yeah. know, like, um, you know, everyone had to kill the Lich King, but it wasn't like anyone really cared to kill him. It was just yeah. like, ah, oh, next. And there might have been an overarching story that kind of tied it all together, but it was so loose that you couldn't even tell sometimes what it was. Yeah. So that's basically, after you get out of the first area of Kingdoms of Amalar, that's kind of how it feels. All of a sudden, it opens up, and you basically have four different areas you can go to, and all of a sudden, you have a ton of quests. I'm talking about Skyrim amount of quests. I'm... Yeah, but the difference between this game and Skyrim is the main story. It's not like you can just just go and do just the main story. You actually, I'm pretty sure you actually have to do some of these side quests to get to be able to do the main story. Yeah. Um, and it just felt like all of a sudden I was going from quest hub to quest hub without even doing a single main story quest. And I'm kind of like, well, why am I doing this? Why is my character doing this? And um, so I guess the whole – the reasoning behind it is, uh, one, because your character has the power to change the fate of everybody that he or she meets. Okay, so I, I kind of understand that. So you're doing random things around the world that changes because the thing about this universe is it repeats itself. So, like, uh, you know, the same things happen in every time it repeats itself. And only the fae – um, live long enough to actually remember it repeat itself. Like the humans, they they're, they come, they die, and then they, they're reborn kind of thing. So it's really weird story in that, in that uh, sense. Um, so kinda, I could understand, you're the first one to ever be born that can change the fate, change that cycle. So that's a cool premises, and I kind of understand, um, like there's this one area where there's a fae that, uh, fae's are kind of like your elf or fairies. Uh, there, the fa- there's this fae that uh, she's called the Black Widow, and every time that uh, this wor- this universe repeats itself, she, you know, does the same thing. She kills this town or whatever. Well, you have the choice to either take her on or help her. Um, and so that you know that's your choice. And you can if you kill her, then you change the fate of the people in that town, kind of thing. Um, so that's kind of cool. I guess I kind of understand that. And the other reason that I, that I, I read that this uh, it is structured this way is simply because he plans, or the studio plans to make an MMORPG out of the same world. So it's kind of like getting you ready for the MMORPG. Huh. Which is kind of, um, I know I mentioned that in, in prior podcasts, which is kind of a unique way to do it, a single-player game to get you ready for a multiplayer game. Um but still, I, I'm not so sure about it. I probably played six to ten hours of, of it. I, I will play more, but uh, actually, right now, starting from now until the, I think it's the sixth, I will be playing Mass Effect two, and from the sixth until I beat it, I will be playing Mass Effect three. So, um, I also does your brother does your brother have the game right now? Yeah, he he borrowed it. I knew it. I found him online the other day playing 
uh, Kingdom of Amalur, and I'm like, now, let me think. Did he get that on? I was thinking about, did Jeremy get that on computer, or did he get that on oh. 360? And I was like, I think it was for 360. Said, yeah. Yep, Jason's already borrowing his game. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I shouldn't say he borrowed it. I should say he stole it from me while I was in Arizona. Oh, well, that works, too. <laughs> and he didn't tell me, either. Like, I got back, and I'm like, where's my game? Up, oh, I know where. I know what happened to it. <laughs> See, um, I, I told you I should have took care of the uh, cat while you were gone, and I know, huh? Um, I also parties. I also I bought Crimson Alliance a few weeks ago when it was on sale. It's an Xbox Live dungeon crawler game. Um, I put that in yesterday. Created my character. I, I didn't really do much. I'm kind of prepping to play. Um, I didn't have much time to play yesterday, so I just got in, and created my character, and that's about it. Uh, I plan on after the podcast actually to get on. I was actually going to tell you, Patrick, if if you were interested in. Um, playing it at least they have like a uh, trial for it you might mm-hmm. want to try it. and then you, it's cool because there's three classes and um like if you only want to buy one class it's 800 points okay so it's not but you know you get what i'm saying so you don't if you only plan on playing one class let's say you you don't like you don't really like magic much and you, you don't like thiever you like the upfront sword and shield kind of guy yep so instead of spending the 20 bucks on buying the whole package you can just buy the sword and shield guy for 800 points. That's, okay. So that, it's kind of cool that way. So um and you can also download the base game which gives you I believe it gives you the mage as a trial guy. I'm not 100% sure. Um but just to try the game see if you would even be interested in it before you play it. Yeah, yeah. So uh that's another thing that you you could do. But um yeah, my brother-in-law has it, my brother has it. It's a four-player dungeon crawler. And you too, Frank, if you you ever wanted to, if you ever were interested. Um I would like to get a, a four-player game or three-player game going on that. So Yeah. I- how many times did we say we were going to do that with Risk, and we never did that? Well, me and you played Risk a couple times. <laughs> but, yeah, we never did get the four-player. And Borderlands. Don't even get me started on this. You know what I was thinking of earlier when I was thinking of the Borderlands? Okay, so uh, I had you buy Borderlands. Play Borderlands. We'll play it together. We'll run through the whole game. All right, let's play Borderlands. Or I just got done playing with my brother-in-law. I don't want to play a game. You know, my brother. Borderlands. I was thinking about it. My brother did the exact same thing to me. He bought Borderlands, got me to buy it, and then never played with me. So I guess I was just returning the favor. <laughs> Not my fault. I know. Um, so other than that, the only other game. No, I've no, been... it, it, actually, it is Patrick's fault. Oh, it's always Patrick's fault. But no, the only other game I've been playing actually, and I, I don't normally mention uh, mobile games, but uh, it's called Bubble Shoot for Android. It's a really, really fun. Um, you remember uh, Bubble Bobble? Bubble was Bobble called? was the shit. Where it's where you, you the little dinosaur the little dragons, dragons. Yeah. yeah. And then you you have to match the colors with the little bob- bubbles. Mm, match bubble there were, colors. There were, there were two different games. There were two different Bubble Bobble games. Not the one where you control the actual dragon. It's the one where that's what I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the original. It's the one where they shoot these little balls. It's more of a puzzle game instead of uh, that. Yeah. Kind of like where you, yeah, yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, know. anyway, so it's it's basically a clone of that, and um, there's a bunch of them on Android, but this is by far the best one. It's called Bubble Shoot. I'm assuming it's on um, iOS too, uh, although I can't confirm. I've been having so much fun. Every minute I have a chance to, you know, when I'm out or something, I, I play a level. Um, there's, I think, 300 levels in three different modes. They have, like, the regular mode, the hard mode, and then the arcade mode, and arcade mode is really cool. Um, so I did want to mention that on here. If you have Android um, and possibly iOS, again, I'm not 100% sure, it's called uh, Bubble Shoot, and it's rather new. 
because um, it wasn't on there six months ago when I looked for another game like that. But it's by far the best one out there. So is it um, a time time id media? <coughs> I can check. I don't know. Mm. You, you, it's called Bubble Shoot, though. Yep. Yeah, I'll I'll check while I'm talking about my next thing. Um, and and two books. Uh, I am finished with Inheritance, the uh, fourth book in the Aragon series. Uh, and wow, it's just such a great series, such a great book, such a great ending. Um, although overall, I'd have to say that that I like Harry Potter's books better, um, the series better. The ending to this book is probably the best ending to a series I've ever read. So that's some, and uh, the name of the people is Runner Games. So no, hmm. it might be similar though. And hmm. the last thing I want to mention is another book that I started and probably will be done with by the time this the next podcast comes out. It's called uh, Wizard of Earthsea. It's uh, set in the Earthsea universe, um, which is a really popular universe up there with like Tolkien and stuff. Um, it's it's really good so far. So yeah, that's all I've been playing and uh, reading. How about you, Frank? Okay, Frank, you there? Sorry. Just oh, okay. <laughs> so what you been playing, Frank? So kind of have a cold for a second, so just had to, you know. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, I played um, MLB two. Sorry, MLB two K nine a bit more. I got to. Uh, I think uh, the Cincinnati Reds are now uh, fourteen and two. <laughs> wow. Uh, again, I was cheating. Uh, that was, oh, okay, uh, I thought you started over. That was a well. I, I got it to work again, so I just kept going with it. And um, again, that was the one I was cheating, so it doesn't really count. Even though I upped the, the difficulty, I still have like one of the best teams. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, played that a little bit, and then other than that, I've been playing Anno Twenty Seventy. I've pretty much got addicted to that. <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, seen you on um, Steam a lot playing this. Yeah, I was actually uh, sick recently, so I, you know I was like in for a couple days, and I was like, "Well, I got to get a new game." So, oh yeah, I actually, I actually was about to jump on uh, Knights of the. Sorry, what was? <laughs> what was the one you were uh, you're hooked on? Or Knights of Amalur? Oh no, <laughs> no, Kingdom of Star Amalur? Wars. Or, oh, Star oh, Wars. Knights of, or uh, the Old Republic. Yeah, I was about to get that. Um, the thing is, is you know, I was sick. I didn't want to go and buy it, so I was like looking online. I was like, okay, I could get it on Origin Games. I tried installing Origin, and it did not work. Uh, oh, nothing wow. happened. I ran it again and again and again. Nothing happened, and I was like, well, crap. So I went back to Steam, uh, ran into Anno Twenty Seventy, which is a it's it's not an official sequel, but if you've played Dawn of Discovery, which again is another uh, similar game where I got hooked on again from Ubisoft, they're pretty much sequels. It, it you could tell almost like Anno Twenty Seventy is like a mod of Dawn of Discovery, you know, oh, with okay. graphical cool. improvements. Like um, the game is basically like SimCity, mm-hmm. uh, except with a focus on trade. Uh, you know, you have different levels of citizens, and when they start off, they'll want fish, they'll want um, like a community center, you know, they'll have simple needs. Uh, you know, as you develop and you have more and more, uh, you know, different classes of uh, citizens, they'll want fish, and then they'll want hamburgers, and then they'll want lobster, That's then they'll funny. want jewelry, 
And the thing is, is you have to get all these resources together because, like, you know, if you want to make them like a diamond ring, right? You gotta, you know, start mines in the in you know underwater to get the diamonds, and then you have to build. Uh, so, and who are you making this for? Huh? Who are, who are you making all this for? The different citizens in the game. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you know it was like you had to make all this shit to make a woman happy or something. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like a, it's like SimCity, except it has, you know, a focus on the citizens' needs and the trade that's required, you know, that's to cool. get them everything. And there is a little bit of a war element to the game, but it's so hard to, like, raise an army that uh, you can go nuts and, like, have, like, 20 giant, like, destroyers and warships and everything. But... The costs in the game to actually do that, it takes so long. Like, you're not even going to, like, have, like, a decent army till like, seven hours in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, you know, all the resources required. You know, you're not going to have, like, a, a, you know, basic city and, you know, have warships, you know, within a couple hours, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it pretty much is, like, Dawn of Discovery. I mean, even a lot of the... the Units, like, as far as how much land they take on the map, it's like everything's the same. Where, like I said, it almost feels like a mod. But, you know, the graphical improvements and just, you know, the game in general, it, it works pretty well. So, um, you know, there wasn't really much that needed to be changed anyway. Uh, they did add some new stuff. Uh, but overall, I mean, I don't know. I'm hooked on it. <laughs> That's cool. I just looked, uh, and you've played... Uh about a little under 16 hours since uh, you got it two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I, I, that is, uh, it's 16 hours, but that's like, I, when I played it, I played it. Like, that was probably like two or three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, and, Patrick, what yeah. you been playing? Well, once again, no shocker, Gears of War 3. Oh, that's horrible. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> I don't know. You said no shocker, uh, so I made it a shocker. Uh, plays more uh, Call of Duty Black Ops online. You Almost. traitor! <coughs> Not really. I know. But uh, the funny thing is, is I'm like almost to the point where I can prestige already. Can oh, for real? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> like, what level are you at? Forty-six or something. And you only have to go up to fifty. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a hundred for some reason. In gears, it is, but in um on on um on gears, I'm getting closer to prestige too. I I'm at level ninety seven, ninety six. Oh, okay. You haven't like been that. playing that game much lately, have you? No, I, yeah, not as much. Um, I had a couple of friends. Uh, well, my one friend who I, I normally play with online, he let his cousin borrow it, so we haven't really been playing it. Yep, yep. But um. But the thing with Black Ops, though, it's like in this short period of time that I've been playing that game, like I said, I'm already yet to the point where I can prestige, which I probably won't because the only the only thing that seems like is good about prestiging is um, other than you can say, "Hey, I prestige," is like there's certain like maybe one or two weapons or uh, face paint that you can put on your character that you unlock. Other than that, it's like you don't get an achievement for it. You know, you don't. It's not like you get special armor. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, I mean, you know, whatever. Who cares, really? Yeah. And, and the thing is, when you do unlock it, all the weapons that you already previously unlocked at certain levels, they all go away, and you have to start over. Yes, I was wondering. That's so it's kind of like, 
there's no point to it. So I'm except I to say well, you've done it. Exactly. Yeah, which a lot of the hardcore people, of course, probably prestiged like four times. There was uh, <clears throat> someone we played online the other day that had done it 15 times. <sighs> wow. Crazy. That's just... again, Black Ops has been out for over two years, so. Has it been that long? Yeah. The last one that came out was Modern Warfare 3, and that was last November. Yeah, yeah, but I thought Black Ops was also last year. No. It was like two years ago or something. All right, well, I guess that's not so bad then. For some reason, I was thinking. But it was still, like, yeah. But still, it's crazy, but. <laughs> um. Uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations finally beat it. Nice. Um, do I still I still need to go back and collect a few things and what and whatnot? But like my main thing was do the damn missions and just get it done with. You yep. know, I had that game way too long without finishing it. And um, yeah, it was kind of cool. There's one thing I didn't know about because uh, I knew they they kind of flashed back to Altair, but I didn't realize you actually got to flash back and do missions as Altair. Oh yeah, I read about that. So that was kind of cool, and they weren't nothing really major or big, but I mean, there's still a lot of things about the game that I didn't like, like the fact that, um, uh, for example, like before when when you were being spotted, you had to like um, find different ways to so people didn't notice you, like rip down wanted posters or bribe a um, uh, Harold, uh-huh. or whatever the case may be. But in this one, you can't find posters. You have to wait till your thing gets to a certain amount, and then you try to bribe a Harold. Or occasionally, you'll, you'll come across this guy, and it'll be like an eyewitness, and if you kill him, it takes away a lot. But it was harder to get rid of being noticed. And then also, like I said, that tower defense thing they put in the game was just dumb. Yeah, it... it- even when I first heard about it, it seemed like it might have been interesting, but the more and more I've heard about it and then from you, it just doesn't seem appealing. But it, but also the fact that if it was in all of the games, I can see it not being in the first one, but like if it was in all of the ones with Enzio, yeah. you might have got used to it and been like, okay. But then like three games have been out for this for, for you know for Assassin's Creed, and now all of a sudden the fourth one, you're just going to throw, throw, throw a curveball out there? Yep. You, you know, know like when, when, I, when I was playing that game, though... Um, Assassin's Creed One, mm-hmm. you know, there's all those uh, towers you could <laughs> jump off of, and I was just thinking, I was like, wow, if only you could defend them, you know. <laughs> so it, it was really a, it was really a, a, a timely uh, addition to the game. It was something that was really, you know, the pinnacle felt, of the, the first previous games. You felt like it was something missing. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why is he going to jump into hay when this tower is just completely undefended? Wow. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, Anyways, um, well, the other thing that that became that I didn't like was like when you buy buildings, like in the, like how they started doing that in the um, in Brotherhood and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we did it in Assassin's Creed too. Maybe you did, but you know you buy like more medical places or banks, and, not, and it makes you um, it helps you buy other like landmarks and all that other stuff. But when you buy them now in this game. All of a sudden, you become more infamous. Like I mean, I mean, like um, not more infamous, but like you. Same thing. Like if you killed a guard or something, like or did a crime that mm-hmm. we're supposed to. The you know how you have your meter that. So, so like I was saying before, um, the guards can recognize you more. Uh huh. Like if you buy the place, it does it, and it's like okay, that didn't happen in the other games. Why all of a sudden now is that happening here? Like you. I don't know. It's just like these little, little like things that they added that didn't make sense when it wasn't in any of the other games. Mm-hmm. 
you know. But I finally got to it, and I beat it. I'm going to go back and finish all the other stuff. I have more of a want to do it now that I um actually finished the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, what the hell? Sorry, something just popped up on my screen. Anyways. Porn. No, it wasn't porn. Um, <laughs> played some Red Dead Redemption. Uh, undead. I still haven't finished the Undead pack. But, well, I never even started the game, so... Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting closer to doing that. Cool. Um, I was actually kind of surprised that I kind of kept my uh, my aim pretty good on that. I was still getting a lot of headshots. Nice. And I was like kind of surprised. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, played some Lost Planet 2. Oh, really? I tried, yeah, I tried playing it by myself, and it was just too much of a hassle. Like, because cause in this one, it's not you're playing a single-player person. It's like you're playing as, you're supposed to be playing as a team. And, like, we're supposed to be invading this other ship, but the, the, the AIs are just randomly doing other shit, and they're not helping you out at all. Oh, that's kind of... So, like, yeah, when weak. I went to go evade the ship, like you want, you might want to keep one one person back on on your ship, so just in case when they try to, to try to jump your ship, uh-huh. end, well, they all stayed back, and I'm the only one trying to take over a whole ship full of enemies, and they have like big um, like mechanical robot things that are shooting at me, and it's like, what the hell? But you're epic, <sighs> yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, I got Angelo to finally play, nice friends, and uh, we we. Got past it after a couple tries, and we played that for for a while. I think we're getting pretty close to the end, but um, I still we still need to finish that one. Uh, and then finally, Gears of War Remnant, my book. Um, yeah, every week I keep saying, you know, oh, well I'm gonna be done, I'm gonna be done. But guess what? I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's halfway funny. through the second to the last chapter. There's 400 pages, and I'm on page. 364. It's funny. Ryan said uh, in the last podcast that you know you were talking about this last month. Well, you know, uh, for people who listen to the podcast, you've been talking about this for about four or five months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big reader. Yeah, I know. It's just not me. I'm not a, I'm not a big reader. And the fact that I'm actually reading a book and I'm reading the second book in the series. Yeah. So. Yep. 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 What? So. I actually will. I'll. I will have this done before the next podcast. You you, you sure about that? Well, considering the fact that I'm only what uh, thirty five pages away. Exactly. I'll, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I could get that done tomorrow. I probably read a good close to forty pages today. Oh, cool, cool. So, but that's it for me. All right, cool. So, uh, what is coming out? Next um, week, oh, coming out for the week of two twenty six to three three. Excuse me, had a hiccup. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, binary domain for the PS three and the three sixty. Okay. Hyper Dimensions Neptuna MK two for the PS three. Sure, it is. <clears throat> SSX for the PS three and the three sixty. Mm hmm. Pokey Park 2, Wonders Beyond. Yeah. Is it Pokey Park or is it Poke Park? I guess, oh, it, was, I guess po- it would be Pokey. No, it's Poke. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it's Pokey Park. If Because it's one word, it would be Pokey. Yeah, I never heard of it. Or Poke. Yeah, I, I never really heard it either, but 
um, it's the second game, and it's about Pokemon. So oh, it is. I was just about to ask. You, so it's Poke Park, okay? Yeah, it's Poke Park. Mortal Kombat Complete Collection for the PS3 and the 360. This is the Mortal Kombat game that came out last year. Um, they're doing it, uh, um, you know, with all the DLC, which is pretty much the four extra characters, because they didn't have any DLC outside of that. So when you buy it, you'll automatically have um, uh, Freddy Krueger, Smoke, no, not Smoke, Rain, um, Kenshi, and I'm going to go blank on the last girl's name. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, I don't remember either. Um, Country Dance All-Stars for the Connect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want to buy Poke Park. Um, okay. It looks fun. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, so Country Dance. for Oh, for Connect? Wow. Yeah. That's going to be fun. And that is it. Now we have release updates. Yes, we do. Go ahead. Take those away. I'm trying to. Do it. Now. Uh, Borderlands 2 bringing a new batch of Vault Hunters September 18th. Woot! Um, I'm juiced up for this game. Even though yeah. I didn't. I finished playing Borderlands, but I never finished the DLC. Some hey, of the uh, that I, yeah, neither I, did I. Hey, Patrick. You should yeah. uh, reserve this game so we could play it when it comes out. Yeah. I'm totally down. <laughs> I already got it reserved. I'm not playing with Patrick. No, I'm hey, kidding. We'll all play. You know, that's the plan. Me and you will play. And then when, when uh, Jeremy wants to play with us, we'll tell him, yeah, we're going to play tomorrow. And then never show up and just let him sit there with the controller in his hand crying. Well, my plan was actually to secretly, uh, you know, become busy from September 18th to uh, January 10th <laughs> and just not play with any of you guys. But, you know, if you're all down, you know. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Young Justice Legacy. Oh. Coming uh-huh. 360 in t- 2013. An RPG about the Cartoon Network hit cartoon from DC Comics. Game set to be between seasons one and two. And if you'd like to know a little more, Patrick, you did put a blog post on our website. Yes, I did. Go check that out. It has more info about it and a little more insight on the cartoon if you're not sure what the uh, cartoon is about. Which, which reminds me, if we ha- if you haven't been to our website in a long time, uh, we've been posting a lot more. So, uh, you know, just ran- some random stuff and uh, check it out. Yeah, instead of just reading one news story, check out some more and see if there's ones that you like. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of people go to one page and then... I mean, that's still cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad people are going, but... um. Okay, let's see. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City comes to the PC May 18th, two months after the consoles. Well, at least it's going. <laughs> yeah. And usually, at least it's only two months because usually, you know, with certain games, it's like, oh, yeah, this game came out, you know, March 2012. And when the PC came out? Uh, February of 2013. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so this next section, we don't normally do this. Uh, it's basically the content that's coming to Xbox Live Marketplace. I, I decided to do this for a few reasons. Um, for one, because uh, of all the deals of the week, so that people can know what to what's coming out for that. Um, but basically, I'm just going to start. I'm going to read from the top of the, of the page. The Alan Wake's American Nightmare is... Just came out. That was last week. I know you mm-hmm. probably you mentioned it, but yeah, 
Um, let's see. So the game add-ons that are coming that have come out: Saints Row the Third gets a DLC, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three, Assassin's Creed Revelations gets one on twenty eighth. Um, Dance Central Two LMFAO uh, Party Rock Anthem is coming out on the twenty eighth, and then uh, First Final Fantasy Thirteen Two uh, DLC is coming out on the twenty eighth. As for deals of the week, unfortunately, this week was Fable, but if you are listening to this, it'll already be next week, so I'm sorry. But from the week of February 28th to March 5th, you'll have Gears of War 3, Ram Shadow. Wrong. And Ram Shadow, uh, Horde Command Pack, and the Weapon Skin Collection, a, a Weapon Skin Bundle, uh, Haze, and um, Thunderstorm, along with Cover Barrier and, Berser- oh, and Berserker Pet. Those are like an Avatar item. Avatar. Okay. Well, anyway, all that is between 33 and 50% off. So? Um, games on Demand, uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, Madden 12, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Demos that hit, uh, SSX and FIFA Street, and some of the Avatar new Avatar stuff is NBA stuff, MTV stuff, Club Football Collection, Alan Wake, and the Quicksilver Collection has updates. So again, we don't normally don't do those, but there was a few that I felt like uh, were worth mentioning. So I went ahead and said it in here. Cool. And that is it for what's coming out and updates. So we're gonna take a break, and we will be right back. She looked at me and this is what she said Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked Money don't grow on trees I got bills to pay, I got mouths to feed There ain't nothing in this world for free Oh, no, I can't slow down, I can't hold back Though you know I wish I could Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked Alright, we are back from our break And we're going to get into some news stories this week Do we have and- to? No, I guess uh, that's it. Podcast over. Have a good Woo! night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, um, oh, yeah, we're starting with Patrick this week, so go ahead and take it away. Yeah. PS Vita first edition bundle sold out. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to yes. be one. I really wanted to be one, but, you know, I held strong to my uh, new policy that I will not buy a new system uh, unless it has three games that I want. Well, you know. I held strong because I didn't have the money to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it wasn't smart. I, I, I know a lot of it's speculation, but have you heard about any of the uh, numbers? I heard that the the pre-order bundles, that's what you're talking about, did good. But after that, hardly any sales on the first week. Um, actually, uh, give me a second here. Let's see, PSV sales to top $12.4 million with Oh, they did a price cut already? No, the they had a they had the the bundles were cheaper. Yeah, that's probably what it was, unless they did something. Maybe in Japan, I don't know. Sony's handheld sales to start strong and quickly drop, and quickly drop. Project two point two billion in sales if average price of system drops to one hundred and eighty. 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I heard that it did really good for pre-orders, but uh, other than pre-orders, it wasn't. It didn't go strong. But you know, um, it's it's just the first month, so. Yep. Can't really tell much. All right, so an update on the Double Fine uh, Kickstarter thing, uh, and this the the first part of it took place uh, about a week ago. Um, soon after we report, I reported on the Double Fine hitting their four hundred thousand uh, dollar uh, goal on Kickstarter. It apparently, soon after, within twenty four hours, I want to say it might have been a couple days, they actually hit one million dollars. They didn't ask for more than the four hundred thousand, but people kept donating. Now they they got over one million dollars to uh, start their project. And so they decided to expand the game beyond its original uh, PC-only uh, uh, plans, and now it'll be on Mac and Linux, along with uh, iOS and Android. There's still not wow. too many, yeah. There's still not too many details on exactly what the game is going to be, but they're saying it's going to be a point-and-click adventure game hmm. for the new generation. So, um, you know, if nothing else, this is a really cool story of how uh, a developer who Really didn't have much money and and didn't really want to go through a, a a publisher due to all the reasons publishers can can hinder your game and you know they're going to come out with a game if it's good it'll be a really really great thing for the industry I'll tell you that and if it's oh. not so good then um, F you're full anyway. of shit yeah we we'll forgot <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding uh, oh and and there is uh, just just kind of to go along with this story. Uh, there is more Psychonauts 2 talk, but it's still in the very, very early development phase, um, and nothing will happen until after this game comes out. But it looks likely that um, it will happen sometime after this new game of theirs comes out, depending on how it does, of course. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's another thing, is if this game, you know, you know breaks out and, you know, completely considering that it was completely funded by just fans if it yeah even if it funny. even if it's not like a huge seller if it you know you know you have like a couple millions in sales you know yeah triple uh, their money <laughs> yeah you know well i mean like units not like cash but you know oh I mean, yeah yeah even better you sell like a million games you know or you know even less than that it would still you know be considered a success and you know at that point i think the you know major uh, publishers would have to you know kind of yeah, exactly Pass them some money and see what happens. Yep, yep. So it, it's it. Hopefully, it's going to be one of those stories that uh, you know, kind of inspirational for the industry. Um, but only time will tell with that. Patrick. Well, I'm going to try to say this name right. Kojima. Yep. Is hiring for their next Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about this. Um, even even being out of the loop for two weeks, I've hear, heard a lot about uh, what Kojima has come out and said. Um, I'm sure you've heard some of it too. I think you guys talked about it in the last podcast, or, or something, something or like some, that. Yeah, but it, it basically, yeah, the next Metal Gear Solid game is uh, ramping up, and it's good to hear they're hiring for it already because that's pretty quick. I didn't think it would be that quick. Uh, when you want to make money, yeah. So. <laughs> um, it, 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 probably people who've been listening uh, know what Project Rainfall is, and that's the uh, set of three games that Nintendo said will never come out in America. The first was uh, Xenoblade uh, Chronicles. The second was Last Story, and then there was a third one that I don't, I don't, can't remember the name of. Well, you know, um, so basically Project Rainfall was to get these games to get Nintendo to bring these games out in America. 
Um, Xenoblades got announced last or two months ago, and everyone's happy about that. Well, Last Story was announced and just came out in Europe. And at the release of it in Europe, it was announced that it will come out in America later this year. So a lot of people are happy about that, me included. Um, this and Xenoblades will be two reasons for me to play my Wii, actually. So I'm really looking forward to both those. Um, so that's you know that's good. And the third game again, I, I it slips my mind what it's called, but the third game is there's a chance it'll come out here too. Um, so yeah, it, for those of you who don't know, Last Story is by Mistwalker Studios, which is the same people who did um, uh, Blue Dragon and also worked on a lot of the, the some of the people worked on a lot of the older Final Fantasy games. Cool. Um, Street Fighter X Tekken for Vita will get 12 extra fighters. They didn't say who the fighters were, but they're getting 12 extra ones. Yeah, I, I heard this too, and it's kind of weird, but I guess it's a selling point, you know? It's like, well, I love this game on consoles, and I'm getting a Vita, so I might as well get this game kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, that's cool. I, I don't mind they'll, that. I, no, I'm going to say, they'll probably come out available eventually for the consoles. Yeah. But for how much <laughs> in the DLC? Exactly. I mean, or or they'll be in the ones for the they'll be in Street Fighter X Tekken Aqua Remix Alpha <laughs> Super Beta Kenshi Multimedia Championship Edition Championship Edition Two, two. Ver- Version <laughs> Two Yeah Version Two <laughs> That sounds about right for Capcom. Uh, um. Oh, and breaking news, kind of. I this was announced uh, within yeah, the last. Day. Yeah, yeah. the last couple of days. Uh, Pokemon Black and White 2 has been confirmed. It's the first game in the series to be a direct sequel to a, a Pokemon game and not just a remake. Um, and it's been confirmed for both Japan and United States. Uh, however... Uh, what? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, however, uh, as news trickles in about this, they're saying that they're not sure if that is 100% true. They're not sure if it's going to be... a. a, a Sequel or what? There, but it is going to be um, set in the same world as uh, Black and White, set in the same era and all that stuff with the same Pokemon. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this. So, is, so are you and Frank going to get ready to start catching them all again? Yeah, no. I don't know. I never played. I never beat White. I own it, but. I don't know. I mean, um, if it's a sequel, I mean, I have to get ready for it. So <laughs> I think I'm pretty much going to request a couple of weeks off of Earth. Wow. No, I'm not going that down. I'm going to have to request a couple of weeks off <laughs> work. So I was uh, reading uh, this other thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, pretty much just uh, buy a case of Red Bull and um, make Pokemon happen. I mean, if you request a couple weeks off of Earth, uh, you definitely wouldn't be bothered if you just wanted to play the game. Yeah. You know, go into space and play it, I mean. Um, no, but... You know, like I said earlier, there may be video games in space, and... Uh, <laughs> That's what you're hoping for. Perhaps that was, uh, you know, subliminally uh, let out. I shouldn't have told you guys about that, but yeah. Uh, another interesting fact about this is the fact that most people thought it was going to be for 3DS, but it is actually just for the DS. So, uh, hmm. so... DS owners are happy, and 3DS owners are kind of questioning why. Well, why wouldn't they just have it so they can play it on both? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Really or two versions, like a DS version and a... Yeah, exactly. That's what I think would be smart, but... 
Well, Uncharted 3 is getting a co-op survival mode. Some DLC. Again, Uncharted, um, from what I understand, I haven't played too much of it. Uh, The co-op and multiplayer is just really not that appealing. Well, they've never had co-op, so... Oh, well then just... Then I'm thinking about the multiplayer. It's just kind of a niche thing that no one really sticks with. So actually, I heard a lot of people play it. Yeah, I, mean, I, heard, I personally don't. But I heard the people who who really like it really like it. But the people who don't really care for it too much, like you know what I mean. It's not a huge community, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And the guys that just kind of don't care, they're just kind of like you know whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there was enough from Uncharted Two to make it into Uncharted Three. So yeah, true. And 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 to make map packs for it, so I mean, obviously there has to be some kind of following. Yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, it has to be some kind of following. You can't just be like some random online. Oh well, well let's just do it again for the hell of it because that's more money that's put into something that no one's using. Yeah, that's true. You got a good point. You got a good point. I still want to go back. Um, my brother owns uh, three, of course, and uh, I still want to go back and play all three games. But that's that might be a journey for another day, another year. <laughs> Um, well, uh, anyone who, um, I, I believe me and you, uh, Jeremy talked about it a little bit, um, yeah. Fallen, f- the, the MMORPG Fallen Earth, uh, came out around 2009. It didn't really get the full support, uh, you know, you would like to get out of MMO, you know, cause you need the community, you need, you know, a solid game. It, it's a big endeavor. Um, but it came out in 2009, didn't really have full support, kind of just was stagnant for a while, uh, even despite uh, some updates. Um, but currently the game is actually now going to the free-to-play model. So um, really, I mean, if you know, you were probably in the same boat as me is where I was kind of debating for a while. Uh, I believe I actually gave it a shot, but when I got the demo, my uh, computer was having an issue. So the, <laughs> like I had a one- or two-week... Uh, we were we were in the we were in the open beta is what it was. Oh okay. Well, I I just recall I had a couple weeks and my computer wasn't working and I just gave up on it. But now that I actually have a good computer, I'm actually uh, I want to give it another go. Yeah, especially well, if it's uh, free to play. I mean, you know, you, uh, you know, granted you're going to run into the points where you do have to pay for something. Yeah. Kind of interested to uh, you know give it another go. I actually have it uh, downloading on Steam right now. I'm at like. 82%, so... Nice. Yeah, I was actually... After this podcast, I'll probably set it to download. That's um, another thing, too, is... Uh, oh, sorry. They actually just made it on Steam. Uh, it wasn't available on there, but uh, a couple weeks ago, so... Uh, now, it's really, uh, you know, easily accessible. Now, was this the game... Now, I don't know. I could be tripping about this. Did the server shut down for a while? You know, I, I don't know the exact deal with them, but I do know that... Um, the reason they went to the free-to-play model was that they were recently um, they had a little bit of change in the company. Uh huh. So uh, I went to go and uh, go on their website, and they're like, "Don't worry, if you played before August, your characters are still saved." Yeah. So, so and all these different stories. So I, I have the assumption that when they did switch ownership, that maybe they were out for a while, like just completely just gone for a while. Yeah, because I I remember I, I I thought I remembered that their servers actually shut down like two months or a month after actual release. Or maybe a little more than that. But you get what I'm saying. Like a couple months after. No, I guess if you said August last year, maybe it was that long. But anyway, I remember it was like the server shut down and then all of a sudden it came back uh, like, what, a, a two weeks ago or three weeks ago, like you said. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I Maybe the servers were down all that time. And and that's pretty cool, though, if someone was like, liked the game so much to actually buy the franchise, more or less. 
Yeah, and, and, and that's what it's like, kind of looking like. Um, you know, again, I'm, I haven't been like you know on that you know website's uh, news like all the time, but from what I could tell, is it looks like around August uh, they were uh, sold to another company, and uh, you know, there's that. I I, I want to say that they were actually dormant for a while, but I. Um, I mean, the thing is, is now they're they're owned by another company. The development for updates are run by the new company, and uh, uh, they're going on the free-to-play model. Well, that's cool. A lot of these MMOs are going free-to-play, and a lot of them I want to try, but it's just the time invested in them, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. Well, the last bit of news we got here, uh, viol- uh, I reported on this a couple of weeks ago, the violent game... Uh, video game t- uh, tax was defeated in Oklahoma. Um, they were saying it was supposed to be bringing awareness about bullying and uh, obesity, and um, what the tax was, they wanted to put like a one percent tax on the on games that are uh, mature, uh, are rated teen mature or adult only. And um, yeah, they said, "Nah, we're not going to do that." And th- some of the representatives were saying stuff like. Why just tax video games? Why not French fries and rap music and movies? And and another representative was saying, uh, you know, like we we could have a whole task force on on a multitude of reasons why children are obese. So they were just like, why single out video yeah. games? You well, know, as he, as he leaned to go pick up his French fries from the floor, his chain got uh, all mixed in uh, his uh, arms and everything, and you know, <laughs> he wasn't biased at all. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I understand. But I thought it was, I actually agreed with it, you know? Well, you know, like I said, 1% really isn't that much. And if they're donating it towards a, a cause, then, you know. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Now, if they were like, yeah, we're going to uh, add a 10%, 15%, whatever tax increase on it, then, okay, yeah, but 1% really ain't. It's like, what, what we figure was like on a normal game would be like 40-something. It wasn't even that. It was... How much was it? Well, it was something low. For what, 1%? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1% would be, what, about f- 7 cents? Let's see. What are games? 59. Yeah, they're six, yeah. 60 bucks. Six, 6 cents. Yeah, 6 cents. I don't know, maybe it depends if it's a tax on the whole sale or... Yeah, no, it was like... Just, just the game alone. Yeah, like 60 cents, yeah. Heck, and then you buy a used, like, violent games. <laughs> like... Fourteen ninety nine. You're like, oh, I guess I'll pay my one penny. You know? Yeah, <laughs> for real. Seriously, but yeah. Oh well. Uh, who knows? Maybe it'll come back in a different way. We'll see it again. Well, I mean, either way, I'm I'm, I'm not for tech putting more money on. Uh, you know, having to spend more money. But like I said, if it's just on those games and it's only sixty cents, I mean, whatever. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. So, um, it, on the show notes this week, we will have. Uh, Two links to trailers. Uh, the Borderlands release trailer, which looks or Borderlands Two release trailer, of course, which looks awesome, and the Xenoblade trailer, um, Xenoblade Chronicles trailer. This, I believe, it's called the Epic trailer, but I basically think it's the official American release trailer. So check those out. And uh, before we finish up here, kind of short podcast. I have a Do you remember this week? Um, and. <coughs> Did I get you guys missed? Well, I guess you heard it since you uh, listened to the last podcast, but I have my do remember last week. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. You did the Game Boy, and I actually, yes, I, did. I, I actually forgot to tell you, Patrick. On you wrote it up on the website. 
Uh, I added a little to the bottom. I put my name, of course. Um, just if, if uh, you know my my takes on the Game Boy. Um, son of a bitch. It's still yours, though. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, my my. Do you remember this week? Uh, well, I'm just gonna say a few things. Let's see if you guys can remember the game name. It, it was for the uh, Sega Dreamcast. Um, it was a Shin simulator. Moon. A Shinmu. No. Uh, the one where you talk to the fish. I don't know. Um, and it's the one where you talk to the fish. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My do you remember this week is Seaman. Oh, there we go. Uh, this is <laughs> oh, a virtual... I, was, I was correct. I bet this you is... Kevin would have remembered that one. <laughs> it's a virtual pet video game for the Sega Dreamcast, and uh, one of the few Dreamcast games to take advantage of the microphone attachment that actually came with the game. Um, the, narr- it, the game was actually narrated by Leonard Nimoy. Um, <laughs> Live long and prosper. Yeah, the game came out in uh, North America August 8th in uh, 2000, and basically, uh, you, yeah, you started with, you, you had a tank, uh, a fish tank, and... Um, uh, normal size, uh, like a fish, like three gallon, we'll be looking at. It was, it was like a 50 gallon, a pretty big one. Oh, okay. Um, and you, you, your responsibility, <laughs> you had the responsibility of caring for and learning about your... Um, semen, which is uh, the <laughs> name of the species. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, let's see. Shh. Semen. You, you have to figure out uh, for yourselves, because each, each semen was different, too. <laughs> um, so some liked certain things, others didn't. Some liked when you talked mean to them, others liked when like, you talked nice to them. Some like taking things slow, things some like going fast. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and and funny here, this is uh, the Wikipedia actually says uh, the semen is a form of freshwater fish. The color and shape of the fin suggests it is very like a carp, with a lifelike human face. It possesses it possesses human mannerisms and behaviors, uh, and, and a yeah. long squiggly tail. Yes, it does actually. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, it's a pretty interesting game. It was a lot of fun. I remember I actually spent hours and hours playing with semen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think I killed Patrick. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, okay, so the stages of the, the fish went through. Um, it started as a mushroomer, and this is in its first days of life, um, and basically it was like a, uh, you know, just a little. It didn't have any face. Or it couldn't talk yet. Um, it, it is essentially a parasite. And next was a gill man, <laughs> which um, it emerged and, uh, um, I guess it turns into uh. Okay, so the mushroomer infests something called the nautilus, and then when the nautilus dies. The evolved uh, version is called the Gilman, and it comes out. And um, this is when it has its humanoid face, and but a fish-like body. Uh, if if you've seen this thing, and I know you're gonna laugh, but it looks his face looks exactly like Eminem, the rapper. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, that's that's when you can start talking to him through the microphone. Next, he becomes a podfish. 
And he's still fish-like, but he's more um, developed and he has uh, more of a uh, human tendencies. And um, also, you can have, of course, multiple fish in your tank. Um, The male podfish and the female podfish, this is when they mate and um, to make more uh, mushroomers. And the male podfish, after he mates, he dies. So... And next, it's uh, the Tadman. Um, it, actually, the Tadman is the uh, babies of the podfish. So, and the final stage, <coughs> the final stage is the Frogman. And um, yeah, this is when he he's an amphibious creature and a humanoid face with frog body, and he's able to coexist between the habits ha- habitats of the water and dry land. Uh, he can jump high and consume. Other organisms, and um, ladies love him because of his tongue. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. That is uh, semen. Do you remember? Uh, it was a fun game. I spent hours and hours playing it. Um, you know, it, it was time based. You could. Uh, I remember one time just messing around. My fish had just died, so I hatched a new one, and then I set the date on my Dreamcast to like ninety nine years later in the future. And I get back on, he's dead automatically. So, you know, you could kind of manipulate the time it took him to grow and stuff uh, with your internal clock. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Did, did either of you ever play it? I never had a Dreamcast. No, yeah. I, I saw the commercials a bunch for it. I never really uh, got on it myself. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it, it, it wasn't easy to get on semen. Um, it actually is a rare release. And I guess uh, I just read this. There's a port, uh, either a port or a sequel coming to the 3DS in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, so. And there was a, a sequel in Japan only um, for the PlayStation 2. So, yeah, that's my deal. They're just trying to get that semen out there. Yeah. That's, that's my uh, do you remember for this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed me talking about my semen. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, that's the end of our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You can that's get a, whole... a creepy looking motherfucker. Yeah, he is. Doesn't he kind of look like Eminem, though? I don't know about that, but yeah, I don't know about th- I don't know about that, but that's creepy ass shit, dude. <laughs> if you watch a video of him talking, it's even more creepy. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I was planning on that, but after the podcast, uh, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, you can contact us at kvgto4 at gmail.com. Find our website, at, which has all our podcasts, uh, plus our blog at uh, kvgtpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at uh, kvgtpodcast. Patrick is at... solo 64 Why do I never remember that? I always remember your old one. And I am at um, kvgt Jeremy. and if you want to talk to Frank... <coughs> You can hit, hit up the uh, just the main uh, podcast one or email us. Um, as always, thank you to the extended family, the Ryan and the group over there at NerdGuys. No, Network. Ryan. Yeah, I should say I should say no, I do not thank you guys for last week, but 
next, we have Troy over ExtraPlay.info, Geeks for Fans podcast at thegeeksforfans.tumblr.com, and, of course, the No Quarters podcast at noquarters.net. I'd also like to give a shout-out to um, – I, I talked about them a while back, but uh, RPG Weekly podcast at rpgweekly.com. Uh, even though they're not a, a official family member of the Knights of the Video Game Table, um, the host is an awesome guy, both hosts. Uh, I talked I talk to the main host a couple times. And, um, you know, he, he's uh, a, a lot of – the podcast is a lot of fun. They deal in about half video games, half tabletop game uh, RPGs. So uh, if, if you're into that, definitely go check them out. Uh, and that's about it for this week. You guys have any last words? Words um, of wis- wisdom? Always aim down. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Always <laughs> aim down. <coughs> All right, have a good week. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>